All right, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Comedy Film Nerds podcast, episode 338, Podfest Week. Yep. Pre-Podfest Sure. This is this is the one. This is yeah. This is the lead up. <laughs> this is the <laughs> this is the barely have time to record this one. Right. This is <laughs> like, yeah. This one won't be over an hour. No, it won't. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking quick. Um, <laughs> Thank uh, you guys so much. Bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our guest. Great, great movie talk. Yeah. Um, well done. We'll have you back. Mm-hmm. So let's let's introduce our guest. First time guest. First, we've had so many first time guests. It's been great, and also uh, of another movie podcast another. on the other side of the world. New York City is yeah. another part of the world. It doesn't exist. So far that he needed a driver and a handler because yes. he doesn't oh, understand yeah. driving or traffic. No, no. It, it, there's no subways. I'm terrified. Uh, the sun is out every day. I know. And there's like brightness and people are nice. Yeah. People are tan. It's weird. It, 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 it's Everyone's disturbing. shape. Yeah. Um, Steven, how do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Sadak. Steven Sadak. From yes. We Hate Movies. From We Hate Movies. On the Sideshow Network. On the Sideshow Network, yes. How long have you guys been doing that show? Uh, we've been doing a, a little over six years, uh, which is strange because it's we just talk about shitty movies for an hour and a half and people want to listen to that. Do you, do you, so you guys talk about just one movie an episode? Yes, we really dig into one shitty movie in, excruci- in excruciating detail, minute by minute. Not, not a minute, but a minute. We're not a minute by minute podcast, uh, which that's uh, that's the new thing. Which yeah, is, that's a genre, minute by minute podcast. Oh wherein you're going to just look at a minute of like, I, I just always want, I, mean, I haven't listened to any, but I'm just curious, like, do you just like, is it like five episodes on the credits? Is it is that kind of the thing? <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we've been doing uh, pretty well with uh, just shitty movies. And we uh, we just did an episode on Anaconda, which oh, is the big... Yeah. Uh, oh, they don't? <laughs> he points to his scar, John mm-hmm. Voight. Yeah. yeah it's a, he, ju- he just basically took uh, Tony Montana and just kind of aired that out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is John Voight a good actor? Uh, Midnight Cowboy was a good movie. Yes. And then he's good as Nick Cage's dad in National Treasure. <laughs> yeah. <I guess. laughs> it just, and he's in The he, Ray Donovan, which he, your, your he uncle his, will tell you to watch. He uh, has his moments. Yeah. He has his moments. <laughs> yeah. Anaconda, I was actually, interesting story about Anaconda. I was at a, I was in Brazil in the Amazon. Oh, wow. I was at this Amazon jungle hotel mm-hmm. where it was like sort of their base camp for Anaconda. <laughs> and so there was all these like, there all this Anaconda men- memorabilia. <laughs> oh, in the hotel. In the hotel. Because so, it's, it's the- going to be a tourist uh, destination right. yeah. now. It's in the, like you have to take a boat to get to this <laughs> <Right>? hotel. <laughs> It's like, a Planet Hollywood for Anaconda specifically. <laughs> <laughs> so like, and literally, we were sitting outside eating, and monkeys came up and started taking our food, and we had to go inside. <laughs> wow. I took a skiff that had a leak in it on the Amazon River. It was this man and a boy, and, and, and the boy's job was to scoop out leaking water. So you were lucky you survived. Uh, it's is what one you're of the dumber yeah. things. I've, yeah, I mean, it's up there. But he had a job and he did it well, and you survived. And we yeah. made it to and from. Yeah, and, that's it. You know, and you got pictures of the Anaconda Museum at the hotel. Yeah, that's. <laughs> like, so, guys, what I'm saying is, the next time you're in the, uh, you know, you're an hour outside of Manaus, Brazil, go to the Amazon. <laughs> all you Anaconda Museum. <laughs> all you Anaconda heads out there, yeah. you know, I'll be at Anaconda Con this year. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm dressed. Dressing up as John Voight from Anaconda Con. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be Danny Trejo right before he kills himself in that movie. Right? That's my... Anaconda Con. I'm rushing. Hashtag Anaconda Con. Um, 
Well, that's cool. And uh, of course, you guys are doing the uh, preview night, the LA Podfest preview night this Thursday at the um, Hollywood Improv. Yeah, well, not just one show. We're doing two shows. Your first show sold out. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, I don't know why people want to watch fat people talk about movies, but they do. Uh, and um, we're yeah, we're doing the first show on Suburban Commando. Everybody's a classic film. Classic, Suburban Commando. A classic American film from nice. the year of 1990-something. And then we're doing uh, Batman and Robin, which uh, nipple te- you know, oh, nipples all over wow. the place. And, you know. So do you show clips on the in the live shows? Uh, we do the trailer, and then we just kind of just... We just riff, man. Right. Uh, but since it's the <laughs> since it's the uh, preview night, we're going to be spending a lot of time just set up the podcast and tell people what a podcast is. You know what I mean? How yeah. they work, XLR cables, a lot of stuff about Zooms. It's going to be really informal. And when is it on? Uh, we're at <laughs> we're. <on laughs> You're, you're asking what an event that we help plan is on? Yeah, great, we, we're, uh, we're, we had an 8 o'clock show, Suburban Commando, uh, which is sold out. And then we're doing, there are tickets still available to Batman and Robin, which is a 10. Which, which a, is also true when the movie came out. <laughs> Joel Schumacher is hustling tickets. Yeah. He's still trying to sell tickets yes, for that because that's the last time they let him direct a movie. Yeah. My favorite Thank quote God. was, uh, he was felt so sorry about... Um, uh, directing that movie, he goes, you know, I just I owe the fans a real Batman film. And someone <laughs> commented underneath, the only thing Joel Schumacher owns the owes the fans is to stay as far away from the franchise as possible. <laughs> or movies, yeah, <laughs> stay away from making movies. Yeah, it's like so, somebody, like, you know, you should be you should be like a docent at the Anaconda Museum. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what he should do. <laughs> yeah, I would I would like to see an Anaconda sequel. Get some nipples on that snake. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. absolutely more yeah. snake. Butt than ever. Yeah, more, <laughs> yeah, more, more leathery uh, bat snake butt. <laughs> yeah, can figure out a way to put it in. John Voight's available. Yeah. <laughs> oh, John Voight is very available. Um, so if you are a badge holder for the LA Podfest and you're in town a day early, you can the eight o'clock show you cannot get into, but you can go to the ten o'clock show. And there's also two other shows at the Lab, which Sean Merrick they are. Uh, one is John Gabrus's show High and Mighty. High uh, mm-hmm. John Gabrus is hilarious, and the other one is. Please uh, advise with Molly McGallier. McGallier. McGall- Every time you've said it, you've said a different name. <laughs> <laughs> with Sean Molly McGillicuddy. Yes. Here. Sean Marek is here. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, Molly. 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 Molly's Molly. got a yeah. podcast. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's an advice show is the idea. That's very we don't cool. need to say her last name. It's assumed she's Irish. Her name's Molly. Okay? I heard McGillicuddy at least once. Romanian <laughs> Molly's out there. If there is, we'd love to meet you. Um, so, uh, Hashtag yeah. Hashtag Romanian Molly. <laughs> Hashtag Romanian Molly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to perform a Romanian Molly when we're at the Cluj Festival in October. Oh, those are delicious. Oh, Romanian yeah. Molly? Man, that'll get you, you fucked you up. You can't undercook it, though. No. Oh, no, no, no. You can't no. undercook it. It just gets too spongy. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Sean, uh, Marik, where, how do people, if they're a badge holder, get tickets, free tickets to the show? What's the best way to do this? Should I talk into a microphone? I would love yeah. you to talk into a microphone. Hollywood.improv.com. Go to the 922 date. And, uh, if you are a badge holder, you probably would have received a, uh, code in the, ma- in, the in your email, okay. uh, which you can use to, uh, get free passes to these shows. Great. So use that code, guys, and that's how you get free passes. So it's included in your three-day pass. Mm -hmm. If you haven't gotten a three-day pass and you're living in L.A. and you want an extra night of shows, uh, buy a three-day pass at L.A. Podfest. You can buy it right at the Improv, too. We will be selling. Mm -hmm. So two things will happen at the Improv. 
If you already have a pass, you can get your your wristband for the weekend at the Hollywood Improv that Thursday. And if you you can buy a three day pass for uh, the LA Podfest, and you can go to see to these shows. Like you could see a cool show eight o'clock in the lab, uh, and then you could see the ten o'clock uh, bat butt. Uh, <laughs> or if you want to give me a lift, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Stephen doesn't know how to drive because he's from New York. Yep, and uh, but he will take you on a um, on a tour of downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, which is where I'm staying. Where uh, there's a lot of anacondas down in downtown Los Angeles currently. There's a great John Voight museum. <laughs> downtown. downtown. Well, the other thing we want to mention too. Let's say you're a fan of these guys. You can't make it to Podfest. You could actually also watch them on the stream and archive because we will be recording the improv shows and you'll be able to see them right. on the archive. So the improv shows you cannot watch live, but we are recording them and then you can watch them after Podfest for 30 days. So yes. all the sh- all 40 shows at the festival and the the four shows at the improv on the preview night will all be in the archive for the live stream. So for uh, $25 and you can save $5 if you use coupon code movies boom yeah. um, or CFN we gotta which I, I mean whichever one you like better <laughs> is what you should do <laughs> we're having a movie podcast coupon code fight all I'm saying um, is I don't have a garage where I could record podfest podcast so maybe you want to try movies <laughs> so I can get a garage he doesn't have a car folks <laughs> he's living like a grifter <laughs> like some sort of John Voight hobo <laughs> Um, she, she speak for you, huh? She speak for you. <laughs> was that for Midnight Cowboy? That was for Midnight Cowboy. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's all the info. So you can watch the show if you can't be there Thursday, and uh, all kind of ways to support podcasting and the improv. All right, let's we- talk about some movies. Let's get into it, you sons of bitches. All right, Snowden. You saw finally saw Snowden. You were excited to see this movie. I was excited to see this. You y- know, you have your um, Snowden little sticker over your. Yep, camera from your uh, for your uh, laptop to make sure. I'm going to take a picture of it right now, just so you can see us recording the show and the Snowden uh, sticker that right. I got at Comic Con. Yes. They're handing out band aids and said Snowden on it to cover up your uh, the the phone. Excuse me, the uh, camera on your um, laptop and cell phone. My cell phone could be recording this right now. The NSA. I don't think they give a shit about our opinions on movies. Not unless Dean's on. Not Dean Dean's on. Then the NSA. <laughs> so <laughs> Oliver Stone went to Comic Con. Is that? Is it, did that happen? I think that's I pretty think exciting. He was. he was plugging it hard. Oh yeah. Um. So it was. So it's Oliver Stone's twenty fourth movie. I'm amazed he's made twenty four movies. Yes. And I think he's he's very. Uh, Are they counting Conan the Barbarian? <laughs> in that? <laughs> Yeah, they're counting they all of them. To. Yeah, they're counting all of his movies. They're counting that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Did they count the episode of Cheers he directed? No, that. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're they're including everything. They're including JFK. Uh, they're including Any Given Sunday, which is the worst football movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it is the dumbest. I, yeah. It's bad. So how do, how does Snowden fall into the uh, works of Oliver Stone? It's one of her, but be- it's one of his better movies. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. You know, he he hasn't knocked it out of the park in a while. Um, in my opinion, um, you know, he, there's been a lot of movies that just like haven't been that great. I mean, there was World Trade Center. There was W. There was just like. I walked out of W. Yeah, you walked it's a, out. It's a Saturday Night Live sketch for like 99 minutes. Yeah, You know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> just, and that's what I actually kind of kept me away from Snowden a little bit, and you can let me know if I'm wrong. It's just, is there enough context on this issue to make this movie now? You know what I mean? That was the thing with W. It's like, oh, 
it was so of the moment. You know what I mean? Like there's no, we don't have any historical hindsight on it. You know, it, that's a great point. Um, you know, he also did Savages. Let's not forget that great. Film. Oh my God, that movie sucked. Yeah, he's made some horrible goddamn movies. And then in, in the nineties, he made some great stuff. I think this movie is a little better suited for his wheelhouse mm-hmm. because he's working off of actual stuff. What was interesting to me about this movie is it went into the details of what Snowden did mm-hmm. for the, between 2004 um, and 2000, and when he, in June of 13 is when he went public. Right? Yeah. So it really goes into all that. It shows him briefly trying to be an airborne ranger and he breaks his leg and he can't do it. And, and, and then it shows him, and that stuff's interesting, getting into the CIA, the tests he had to take, how good he was at that. That's pretty neat. All of the assignments he went on, you know, in Hawaii, in Japan, it's when he was like, man, and you see all of the shit that this government is like doing that's horrifying. Um, and that the dramatization of that, of like the inner workings of some, you know, NSA, uh, secret facility on Oahu or whatever is, is like, holy shit. Not to get into like, you know, these, all these different intelligence agencies that we have, like NSA and CIA, did he like work for both at one time yeah. or were they sharing information? So like- he's a, he's a, he's an independent contractor. Okay. Cause he, and he says that in the interview. So, so you, when you worked for the CIA, well, I was an independent contractor. So that's part of the, it's deliberate off the books shadiness. Yeah. Oh, just see. like, okay. it's, well, he's just a contractor. He worked web, you know, so they all have these fake jobs that they tell people. So you're not accountable for anything. It's like, Oh, that guy just, right. we got, we found that guy in the street, you yeah, know, that yeah. kind of yeah, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. There's all that. There's yeah. all that plausible di- deniability that's, that's interwoven in all this. So that's really, that's really intriguing. And they sort of cut back and forth between that and the day, uh, on the 13th in the Hong Kong hotel room, which is basically what citizen four, which I haven't watched all of. Cause I, I just was getting too frustrated, but, <laughs> but the citizen four yeah. documentary is primarily in that hotel room. Yes. So you're seeing, and I think Oliver Stone kind of went, well, we know what that documentary said. Mm-hmm. We know what Snowden has revealed. Um, let's show how he got there. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, because I was, that's that, again why I stayed away. I was like, oh, you know, I, I've seen Citizen Four. I really love it. And it's really interesting. I'm like, I just don't want to see that dramatized. You know what I mean? But if, if we're, if it's all about the context around and getting him there and. It also seems like it, a large part of the film was character driven. Like, yeah, you know. Who is, who is Snowden? Right. Yeah. All and, we know is the guy. And that, how did he change? Why did he change? Right. And what, you know, what caused him to change? Well, you see, like you meet his girlfriend who's played by uh, Shailene Woodley, who does, a, she's a fine job. Um, you know, she's protesting. They're walking through DC in, in like, Oh six. Yeah. And she's protesting the war in Iraq and she signs a petition and he's like, why would you do that? You know, the liberal media. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause he's like the liberal media. And then the liberal media is the one that he went to <laughs> yes. you know, to bust his story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, that was interesting to see his change. You know, he's art. She's this, she's this liberal girl. Yeah. And he, you know, they're having these debates as a couple would that have different political views. And, um, and while that's happening, then he's seeing what's awful, what's going on. And, you know, he starts getting worried, you know, and um, 
and and also how it's a strain on their relationship. But they don't spend a lot of time on that relationship. That would have been like, oh God, it's yeah. Snowden rom com. Snowden <laughs> broke <up and> <laughs> the but, meat cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like the way that 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 Oliver Stone did it is a, is a, it showed how that job influenced that relationship and how that relationship influenced him making a change. Um, so that was that was intriguing. I mean, the only. So so Oliver Stone couldn't get too out of control. That there's oh, no rewind right. sound effects and yeah. no like it's pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. He, he does, didn't shoot his own Zabruder footage. No, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> shoot his own Zabruder footage. There's little glimpses where you're like, oh hey, that's right, Oliver Stone directed this. <laughs> so does the movie like like Savages? Does the movie end and then he rewinds it and is like, no, that's oh, not really the end. God damn it. That, that I I forgot about Savages until you said it, and now my blood is boiling. Yeah, it should. As well, it should. <laughs> and this but this movie is interesting. So it, it's it's. The trailer, the biggest problem I had with the trailer was was hashtag JGLs. <laughs> so I was doing my Snowden voice. <laughs> Where it sounds like you just got kicked in the balls, yeah, essentially. Like some kind of weird. All right, now sound like you're scared, but also like you're a Muppet. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> so I don't want to give too much away, but there is some actual Snowden footage intercut in this. Oh, neat. Uh, later in the film. Yeah, I can't wait to see how this ends. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that, but, that, but that's that's... Why Oliver yeah. Stone did it the right way. Mm. We know he's in Moscow. Yeah, we know right. he's, they're trying to extradite him. And we don't he, know what the end is yet. Yeah, he's trying to cut a mm. deal. We don't know what that is. So that's sort of, that's why he did all of the lead up to it. Right. What, what would make a guy want to do this? What would make a guy who was getting paid crazy money mm-hmm. on Oahu? Mm-hmm. He had this awesome life in Hawaii and then went, I can't do this anymore. That well. was his last gig. You know, and you see him in this house, and there's surfboards. And it's right, right. Wild, you know, I mean, Jesus, <laughs> that is an expensive place to live unless you're getting crazy NSA, you know, right. uh, hacker money, yeah. shadow team money. Yeah, shadow <laughs> team. There's, there's no way that's under like. There's no way he wasn't making at least mid six figures that's on a game insane. like that. Yeah. Like, and to yeah to, to have the balls to say no this isn't right and I'm going to give that up you know and give that but up. I'm to live in the beautiful but I'm <laughs> beautiful sunny Moscow which is nice oh, and God you have to spend the rest of your life in fucking Moscow right. yeah ooh talking to people on robots like fucking Stephen Hawking yeah, um, yeah I wonder if he took that into consideration when he made that decision eating Romanian Molly's like three times oh, a week God. you know which, fun <laughs> once in a while yeah I know for sure yeah. it gets heavy but, it gets heavy know, not everyone can make it good um, so it's 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 really interesting so I didn't have a problem I forgot about the voice being annoying until Snowden came back later and I was like why did he do that goddamn voice yeah but that's me nitpicking right honestly uh, hashtag JGL does a great job mm-hmm it's it's whatever your opinion of Snowden is, and and, and gra- granted, I'll, I'm a guy who thinks he did the right thing. Yep, I think WikiLeaks was too; uh, they were um, haphazard, and they just they just released stuff, blah blah blah, and didn't care about consequences. Nope, mm-hmm. he made an effort, in my opinion, to not release national security secrets. But you need to know this. Um, that's my opinion. And there was a great article in, in the USA Today editorial section yesterday about that. Because um, now Washington Post is coming out saying Stone needs to turn himself in. And they were like, fuck Washington Post? He did half his, he built, you know, he helped. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gave you a lot of stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's interesting. And he shows Oliver Stone, you know, showed clips from the Republican and Democratic debates from a couple months ago and what 
oh, wow. Bernie and Hillary and Trump all said about him. It's very interesting. Wow. So Yeah, he's on everyone's radar. Yeah. He's on everyone's <laughs> radar. And I think, you know, I'll, I'll hats off to to Stone for making this. Because mm-hmm. and it's what they say in the movie, it's what Snowden said. He goes, I don't and he got rid of the, I don't have the information we were he goes, the American people need to decide. Yeah. The American people need to have a discussion, have a debate about this and decide what they want to do about this. Right. And I'm I'm stepping away from it. And it's kind of Oliver Stone going, Yeah. Here's let's this is Here part of is. the conversation. So mm-hmm. it's pretty convenient actually that he hasn't been found because that's like actually a sentence to this guy would create a lot of debate. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's very conveniently in Moscow now and out of our yeah, out of you, our you hair. Wonder how hard we're trying to extradite him? Yes, exactly. Right. It's, it's a lot easier. Like, oh, that guy! Oh, that guy! You're just shaking oh, your fist we, about we him. We can never get him now. <laughs> right? He's too far away. We it's know like exactly in, where he is. It's yeah. like he's in New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's too many apartment buildings yeah. in oh Moscow. Gosh. You'll never find him. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what with the pizza pies? And, oh God! Yeah. I mean, what is he doing? <laughs> so I'm sure they know where he's at, and I think I and you know who knows. Um, you know, it's 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 not the best um, about Obama. Yeah, because you see him leading up to the election, oh wait, going maybe Obama will be different, and then Obama isn't, and then you know. So it's it's up for the this movie is is about it, there's no final decision on this because it had like you said Chris it's it's not over right no yeah mm-hmm. so but it's it's an interesting film I I think it's worth seeing and well, I, it's a little long it's two yeah, hours and fifteen right. minutes they could have cut fifteen twenty minutes out of it sure well as a good transition we'll go to the next film that is over uh, Blair Witch <laughs> <laughs> yeah that didn't tear up the box office uh, this it week did not and uh, I saw it and you saw it so mm-hmm. we'll let the guests go first Stephen go ahead what did you think of Blair Witch I think. It's the like, quote sequel, but really remake, but really kind of same a, exact movie. Kind of same movie with drones now. Speaking yes. of Snowden, hello. No, I don't know. I um, I I think the last forty minutes is effectively scary. Um, which I, maybe uh, again, I'm from New York, so trees terrify me. So um, <laughs> <laughs> just the idea that you might be somewhere without a Wi-Fi signal, without a subway. No, but I I I, I, I no actually, bodegas out there. <laughs> Like, what do you do? No delis. No no coffee shops. I liked, I, I, I actually, I don't know, do you like the original, the, uh, the Blair Witch Project? I do I th- too. I, I thought the first one did something really interesting. The other thing you got to remember about the first one, it was a product of its time. Yes. And it was also when found footage movies weren't really that prevalent. In mm. fact, one of the marketing campaigns, it was a very viral marketing campaign of like, well, maybe this is real. Maybe it's scripted. And, and it's like, for new listeners that are kind of grown up with found footage movies, you're like, well, there's no way anyone would think that yeah. that's real. But at the time... Oh, there, there's conversations like fr- friends of mine are like oh man they killed that lady and i'm like no they didn't yeah. <laughs> like i mean this this marketing campaign and this will never happen again was literally vhs tapes passed around mm-hmm. watch this yeah 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 so um, it was you, brilliant so you have to remember that uh, this was a product of its time but also i remember too when this blew up at the box office the first blair witch yeah a lot of people didn't like it they went to see what all the hype was about and like yeah. oh you don't see anything i'm getting sick there's Hand there's no action yeah. there's no gore there's nothing you know and and uh and that's why when the sequel came out, Book of Shadows, it bankrupted artists <laughs> because no one wanted to see it. Yeah. Um, so, but but I liked the first one. It creeped me out. It stayed with me for days, which is what a good horror movie should do. Absolutely. And it was all psychological. It wasn't what you saw. It was what you heard and what was put together and what you interpreted and 
from what was presented to you. And it, and it holds up pretty well. I actually watched it last year just kind of coincidentally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's still, there's a lot of good uh, improvisational acting. You know what I mean? It feels like you're really meeting people that are actual people that wind up dying. And like, there's like a lot of a good like regret and blame and like who, who lost the map, who didn't, all that right. kind of stuff is, it sticks with you. And that, none of that is in this movie. No, unfortunately. And everyone. Now it's just magic. You're stuck here because um, the witch's magic is keeping you here like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, oh, now the, the drone doesn't work. The yeah. Wi-Fi doesn't work. You know, all the electronics are not going to work. But then we'll send the drone up. It crashes. So now, all of a, you know, you, you could do those things in a creative and interesting way. Like, yeah. you know, all of a sudden have magic disable all of the technology and get lost. But it was not done in a creative way. It was done in a sloppy, hap, you know, ham-handed way. Like, we know you knew every scene that was coming up in this movie. Yes. Mainly because you saw the the first movie. Yeah. The only way you would have been surprised and scared by this movie is you had no idea what Blair Witch was and you didn't see the first movie. That's very possible. Yeah. And it's... I think that the actual found footage uh, device is a little less exciting, especially like with a drone and they all have like ear, ear, ear to uh, Bluetooth cameras in yes. their ears, which mm-hmm. kind of makes it look like an episode of Peep Show. You know what I mean? Like everyone's just kind of talking to each other and right. the first person. And, and it's it- so contrived too. like when they have to like, well, how are we going to get a, you know, a found footage camera here? Like one girl is she's crawling through a tunnel. Mm-hmm. So she throws the camera in front <laughs> yes. of her so you could get that other angle. And then when she climbs, you get the camera, then she throws it in front of her again oh, so we Jesus. could cut back and forth. I'm like, what are you doing? And why this are you ridiculous. filming? Put the camera down. Yeah. Like, you're, you're being haunted by a witch. It's yes. the thing yeah. we've talked about so many times on this show about found footage. It's such a contrived... Yes. No one... We got to film everything. No, you wouldn't. If you're it, running for your fucking life, no right. one would be doing this. And at first, the setup I thought was a little interesting. Like, why is everything being filmed? Like, um, the the subject was pretty much that, you know, Heather, who disappeared in the first movie, yep. it was her brother searching for him. She wanted to, wanted to find her. And one of his friends was a, quote, documentary filmmaker and uh, wanted to document him and the loss he was feeling of his sister and his journey to find her. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I can buy that. Like that you're, you're trying to make like some kind of weird character thing. And also like, it's a, uh, a sense of loss and all those things. Yep. You're setting up an actual documentary. Yes. Um, and then as we start shooting, oh no, now it's just trees and rocks. <laughs> there, there's all of that goes out the window after you set up why that we're using all these cameras. But the funny thing is, like, and, and the movie exists in the world of the sec- of, of this movie, right? Like that movie has come out, or at least like that footage is leaked. Or, yes. Did, uh-huh. So like, if your sister was killed in the woods while making a documentary, I'm definitely not going to make a right. documentary in those same woods. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't go alone. And the whole thing too, if you remember the first movie, it was like you know they found the cabin. Yeah. And no one could find the cabin. We did all the search. Yeah. The searches. So you know, in the first five minutes of the movie, I guess this movie is going to end at the cabin. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going fi- exactly, yeah. to find that we're magic find cabin. The, end, the magic cabin at the end that no one else could find. And it just—it's so strange. Like, um, I, I didn't like the cast at all. Like, it no. was just everyone was like just. I mean, again, like the, that first movie, everyone is pretty realistic looking, like regular people, right. like this. It's like a Twix commercial could break out any minute in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, everyone is just yeah, really is beautiful. Promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and nobody's developed. And it's all the things that, like, it was weird to make the same exact movie again and then get things wrong because mm-hmm. you're literally following it beat by beat. Yes. So you well, missed, like, a lot of stuff. So it, it, it had a $5 million budget. It's I don't made. know where it went. <laughs> There's no way I know. That drone it. was expensive. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, and, and it made ten million, so it made a profit. But sure. it's like it feels like such a missed opportunity to me. You could have done like twenty years later, mm-hmm. or we like. You An interesting take on like you know that I mean basically the only thing you would have to do to be a sequel is like all right there's a a witch in the haunted woods yeah that's all that's right. all you yeah. could do anything you want from there and uh, it said the filming began five years ago <sighs> well so everyone was pretty much shooting one day a week that's the <laughs> only way I could explain that for this to be take that long. But my favorite was that Adam Wingard, the director, who I like, by the way. I, I, that's I, that's the I reason I was, like I was very excited about this. Uh, Wingard because... used air horns to get jump scares out of his actors. <laughs> um, he should have used them on the screenwriter. <laughs> <laughs> or just air horns to let them know that the camera is rolling. Right. Like just... <laughs> so <laughs> and, and it's all these crazy. And, and it was also like, well, just throw the kitchen sink. Like, okay, we've got scary sounds, trees, and insects, and, you know, illness. It's like uh, body horror almost, which I, that was one of those things where like uh, one of the characters spoiler like, gets a cut on her foot and it right. kind of turns into a thing like and that's in the trailer and it, yeah. it, is she gonna you know is she gonna get possessed by the Blair Witch right, I was like right. that's super exciting they kind yeah. of play with that but you know she doesn't die as a result of that Ill- illness no, you know what I mean it doesn't it just, go anywhere with it again it, it feels like we're just gonna set up a bunch of stuff and then um, just meet at the cabin meet <laughs> 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 at the cabin yeah yeah and then, and then uh, we'll finish things from there now it like like uh, Stephen was right I mean this movie is really the same movie but with drones and a little bit of special effects in it now even the the added special effects there weren't much and there no. wasn't many but you still don't see the witch barely at all you see her a little bit which is and that was a pretty creepy design creepy. yeah definitely creepy design on the witch but again it's only a couple seconds here mm. and there and it also sets up these weird rules that it's hard to follow because everyone's shouting uh, <laughs> so it's like well you're safe if you don't look at the witch wait so i am i'm supposed to look at the witch. or you do look at the witch you're safe what what if you, then you'll die if you look at her but wait if i but i'm in the corner so i don't watch her killing my I'm other friend and that's the uh, you tell yeah. me about this. <laughs> So it's like all these, uh, you know, haphazard rules that took some pieces from the first movie, made their own, and then when they all gelled together, you're still like, well, wait, what's what's going on now with the witch so and time travel? So what you're saying, if I'm hearing this correctly, is, is go watch Adam Weingart's The Guest. Yes, yes. yeah, <laughs> that's the yes, short answer. Exactly. I kind of like the idea. And the, the long answer. I like that the Blair Witch, like, is watching technology march on, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 20 years ago, there's these big cameras, and now she's like, oh, now there's drones, I'm going to yeah. use the drone. And it, it, it's, it's alluded to that she's used, like, video tapes to lure people you know what i yeah. mean so like she's got a cool sick little vhs setup somewhere yeah, yeah. you know what i mean maybe she got a youtube she's channel she's got her own dimension <laughs> you know she you can only find the cabin when she oh, wants you to cool. yep mm-hmm. uh, there there's also a like you know uh they play with time a little bit like yep. the way time passes and the way people get lost in the woods but they play with your time by yes exactly <laughs> And uh, but every beat is the same. There's the rocks, and then there's the you know you have like everything's in the trailer that was in the first movie. You know the stick figures that they hang on the campsite, and they can't they get lost. The GPS doesn't work. I mean, it's literally just every problem from the first movie gets updated. We lost the map. The GPS doesn't work. It's the same thing. You're using but, uh, the exact same thing. There's so many more stick figures in this movie, though. Like <laughs> to be fair, like there's five like million dollar budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's, it's gonna a million a stick figure. <laughs> I'd like to do like a navy. Seal Blair Witch and just make it be about ten minutes and a SEAL team just goes in and just waxes this bitch. <laughs> we got her. <laughs> Night scopes. Did they did they not work? No, they work. <laughs> nope. GPS they started, yeah. Oh, oh, it's military grade. It's it's military it grade's better. Yeah. <laughs> she was crazy, some crazy lady. She mm-hmm. has special powers. No, nah, no, nah, we just waxed her. Uh, the one smart thing they did was that they filmed under the title The Woods to avoid internet comments. Smartest thing. 
<laughs> yeah, smartest smartest thing. Thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprise us with this movie because yeah. it's just you don't want to see this coming, right? Yeah, all right. No one does. Well, <laughs> speaking of uh, scary people living out in the wild, um, I watched Cartel Land, um, the documentary. This documentary, which um, got a Best Director and Special Jury Prize uh, in the Doc category um, at Sundance in 2015. Um, it you know the the director uh, was Matthew Hyman's third feature doc and it was inspired by articles in Rolling Stone and the Wall Street Journal. So it is um, <laughs> it's a really well made documentary. It's hard to watch. Like there's no two ways about it. Once I, I saw the trailer, I was like, I don't think I can watch it's, this. It's it looked hard, too disturbing. It, it, it you, violence or yeah. oh really? Well, it's it takes place. So what what the what the um, uh, what the director did is he found there's in uh, Michoacan, I'm not pronouncing that correctly, a region, <laughs> a state in, in Mexico. Um, there's so he basically there's this doctor in this small village starts a, a citizen uprising against the cartel because the cartel are in this one region of Mexico and many regions of Mexico. They're running wild. They can do yeah. whatever the fuck they Controls want. Controls everything. They yeah. control everything. Mm-hmm. They, the government's corrupt. Mm-hmm. There's nothing happening, and it's horrifying what they've done i mean beheaded people yeah. i mean just raped done whatever they they wanted it's always shocking like no violence there's yeah. no one to stop them and it started out they say they start the cartel was like you know we're just gonna make our money and um we're not gonna mess with the locals <laughs> yeah <Bullshit>. okay <laughs> you know and you know the opening scene of the movie is these cartel guys cooking meth and they've all got um they all have got masks on yeah. and, and the cartel guys are like, you know, I, I'm just doing this cause I got no other choice. And, um, so you kind of have a little sympathy for the cartel guys initially. And then you hear all these interviews with these and it's, it's horrifying. So this guy basically just started this militia in Mexico to fight these guys. Mm. And then he interviews the, these like border, this border militia guy in, uh, I believe Texas. Okay. Um, where, or maybe it's Arizona. No, it's Arizona. It's Arizona. He goes, what am I supposed to do? You know, these guys come in and I call the police and it takes an hour and a half for the police to drive down from Tucson. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they're, they're pretty far away. Yeah, they're 70 yeah. miles away or whatever from the border. So it's like, um, and he he talks about, and at first you meet him and you're like, he's some clanny type <laughs> yeah. guy. Build a wall. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's build a wall, make America great. And and you hear a little bit of his story. And he's like, you know, I first was losing work in construction after the, after the he said he, he had a, an abusive childhood. He was a drug addict and he got sober and he was trying to get construction work and he was losing jobs to illegals and that mm-hmm. pissed him off. Sure. That's when he came down. He goes, but then I came down here and I saw what the cartel was doing. They're trafficking people and drugs and it's awful what they're doing. So then he was like, I need to stop them. You know, um, and other people join him. He's like, I don't care what anybody's views are. I just need help. And some of these guys, <laughs> ooh, they're like, well, we can't have the races mix, so we need to, you know. Yeah. Just say, yeah, boy. <laughs> you're, you're in this militia for the wrong reason, yeah, sir. You, you have a gun because you're nuts. Yeah. Um, but help is help. help <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you see. And again, I read another interesting article a couple days ago about. And it's cheaper. Crazy guy brings his own gun. Yeah, he's got all his own gun gear. Yeah, go got to outfit that guy. Yeah, and he probably will just eat bugs. Yeah, um, get the Blair Witch in there. She could. Yeah. She, she, oh, she'd be yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Get her down by the border. Mm-hmm. Um, knock out some GPS. <laughs> um, 
So then, I mean, it's really interesting. I mean, there was an article uh, in the paper and they're like, this one woman in Texas was like, you know, Trump wants to build a wall. They're just going to use build bigger ladders. People just use ladders yeah. and there's tunnels. Tunnels, yeah, yeah. It's all kinds of crazy shit. So you're seeing this situation and what they're doing about it in these two very different ways on two other sides of the border. And, you know, there's some inspirational moments. There's some really hard, you know, they catch one of these guys that tortured people and, and I mean, you're, you're, they're catching them and they're punching this guy. Wow. And, it's, and it's like, I'm out of my chair. Like, <laughs> I want a piece of this guy. Yeah. The woman that was like, oh yeah, him and his buddy just did whatever they wanted me after they cut off my husband. You know, they cut my husband up. It's just like Jeez. fucking horrifying. But it's, if you can sit through it, yeah. it's, 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 it's hard to watch and, and go knowing in it's. Sicario was hard to watch, and that was you know what I mean. Yeah, like it was that a was dramatization. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the documentary to Sicario. I mean, it's the like these are the facts. These are the people yes. on the in the trenches, mm-hmm. literally. And and then you, because if you step back, you see the whole mess of it. Mm-hmm. So the drugs are all sold here in America. We're the problem. We're buying all the drugs. Yeah. I mean, um, we're the customers. We're the customers, and. And then Mexico's poor. Yeah. Right. What are the options? I mean, even in poor neighborhoods in America, it's like, oh, these kids are drug dealers. <laughs> what are they going to do? What else are they going to do? You know what I mean? If you don't give people an opportunity to do something else. Now, I mean, does it give you an idea of like, like where, where would you even start to clean up this problem? Is oh, it the Mexican fuck. government? Is it more, um, more troops at the American border? Like, does it even say like, well, if this happened, this would help? I don't want to give away too much because it's just good storytelling. Okay. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, but my personal, this is just my personal opinion, mm-hmm. is the war on drugs has been going on for like almost 100 years. Yep. And that's part of the problem is it's treated, it, shouldn't, it should be treated as a health issue. Yes. Drug addiction is a health issue. It's not a criminal issue. Mm-hmm. It's not excusing a drug addict who commits an awful crime, but if we were treating this like, Let's get people, let's not have people get hooked. Let's, let's treat this as a health issue. Let's legalize some of these drugs yeah, um, and regulate them. And that's not an easy thing. What I'm proposing is just legalize it. Everything will be better. Like, no, no, sir. Yeah. But I mean, we have a huge heroin epidemic in this country right now. And there's in rural areas, people yeah. are dying by the dozens every week. Because it's economic depression and every, what else are you going to do? Let's, 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 let's go for it. And it's also just easy access yep. is, you know, and again, math, you can just cook and make. Right, everyone saw Breaking Bad. These cartel guys said this this father and son from America came down and told us how to cook this. Jeez. Wow. So you, you you the other thing is it's it's also like globalization. We need to accept. I mean, like we want to. This is my politics, obviously, but conservatives are fighting globalization. They don't. They're like. They still think there's these countries and these borders. There yeah, isn't. No. There isn't. On any level, not in a criminal enterprise, <laughs> right. yeah. let alone- The a- world's getting flatter and flatter. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think is th- that's the other thing. This, and it's a thing we like doing in America, we want a simple solution. Yes. Just do this. Mm-hmm. Build a wall. <laughs> yes. More troops. Mm-hmm. Lock them up. Be, you know? t- be tough on these guys. Tough on yeah. crime. And yeah. it's like, man- 
go to a, go to any heroin or hair cocaine addict or yeah. meth addict and say can you just is this easy yeah can you they're all like i hate this it's awful for me i can't stop so why are people doing all this everywhere? Why and and what, yeah, what, see that already sounds too complicated. Yeah, that's <laughs> build a wall. Just build a wall. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good on a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. and yep, it sounds easy to do, but it's it's we can't blame Mexico when America There's is. There's no human face to this problem. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's very good you didn't watch this movie, because <laughs> that's what it does. It's an excellent documentary. Whatever your political views are, whatever mm-hmm. your opinions on this are, it does put a human face on the mm-hmm. problem, as any good documentary does. Mm-hmm. And it shows you, we're seeing the news, but we're not seeing this. Right. No. And this but is- the purpose of documentaries. Yeah. So it's great. All right. It's Cartel great. Cartel uh, And I saw, it on, uh, I saw it on a streaming service. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. So now we'll get to the trailers. Uh, another hot button political, hot button political issue, oh. Ms. Sloan, which is a, a dramatization of a um, basically the lobbyists on both sides of the gun issue. Now, right. Jessica Chastain is in this film. I- I'll tell you, it looks like a really cool drama. Yeah. Like kind of like it's almost like I mean, it's not really courtroom, but it's you know, it's it's like an insider Washington Beltway kind of thing, right. uh, which is fascinating because the writer was from the UK and just heavily researched it. Mm. Oh, neat! And it was a script that was on the blacklist that, uh, um, but that got made and like fast tracked really quickly. I was really excited about the Rogues Gallery of like character actors that are in this that like There's are a all ton of characters that are all playing like yeah. evil shits. Like yeah, it's awesome yeah. to see Sam Obvious. Waterston pop up, yeah. and you know what I mean. And like Mark Strong is in there. Mm. It's neat. It's neat. It's fantastic. I mean, in the sense that, like, John Madden is the director, so he's done The Debt. He's done Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. <laughs> he's done Shakespeare in Love. You know, he did Proof. It, it, it's you know, and every couple of years we get like a, a a gun issue movie. Like, it's not very frequently, but every once in a while, like there was a John Cusack one a couple of years back. Oh, the Runaway Jury. I think I, that's, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. So you know, occasionally we get them, but I, I'm actually surprised because it's such a hot button topic that we don't get more. Yeah. Like, uh, so uh, I'm curious to see this movie. I think it'll be interesting um, to see. Uh, And I think, you know, Jessica Chastain's fantastic. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. She can hold a movie, you know, and she, I'll watch her do it, like, Eat an apple, but like, sure, that, that's like, <laughs> you ate that apple. Wow, God, you know, so intense. I ate that apple. Um, um, good luck watching her in Winter's War, though. Oh, God, <laughs> I, on the plane, yeah. somebody was watching it next to me. I flew Virgin, and I just kind of kept looking over, and I felt like so bad for that person that they had to watch that. But then again, I was watching Batman and Robin, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, so every, everybody loses in that scenario. Low license fees, God. okay, <laughs> on an airplane, you yeah. okay, download some shit place. to an iPad, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> And then the next trailer we watched is Fifty Shades Darker. Finally, how long were we going to have to wait for a Fifty Shades sequel? It looks uh, like my, just Eyes Wide Shut meets Fifty Shades. Oh, my favorite part of the trailer was that, like, we don't know what to do with this. Tell you what, just cut it like a thriller. Yeah. Cut it like a thriller. Just something, you know, there might be a ghost. There might be, uh, you know, there might be these shady characters, shady organizations. Just make it look like a thriller. Well, it, it looks like one of those, like, uh, the, the internet trend a couple years ago when they would, you would recut a movie to make it look a, like a different genre, like The yes. Shining yeah. comedy. Uh, kind of a right. thing but it's like mm. 50 shades oh it's spooky scary like yeah. they're just gonna fuck like you know yeah. like it's, it's gonna be them fucking in different positions right. for an hour and a half yes. in different masks yes. <laughs> yes that's all it is mm-hmm. 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's, uh, but they're like, all right, well, somebody's going to get an award for the trailer. They did. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and we do have a new version of Crazy in Love, which is exciting. Thank uh, God. Yeah. I you mean, needed it did something for the trailer. Yes. So. And you don't, they didn't replace that guy, right? The lead, because they, no. they were going to, but then they didn't, which is kind of awkward. Like, because everybody didn't like him in that movie for. Because he's not very good, but like they, they <laughs> I can't they, be the reason. <laughs> no, no, no. But they almost did, and then they didn't. It's just strange. Well, it's you know he probably still came in the cheapest. Yeah, yeah. Because this is the kind of movie it has a built-in audience. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is or who is in it. Mm-hmm. The audience that is interested will go see it, and no one else is going to care. Yeah. Wh- whether you're a reviewer or <laughs> a movie patron, it's it has a built-in audience, and that is who will go see it. It'll, it's There's always no like- one that's going to go. Well, you know, I um. Uh, I thought the first one was okay. I'm really curious to see what happens next. <laughs> yeah, yeah not, just at the edge no of my seat. Um, okay, so we already talked about PodFest. Remember, get your tickets are on sale and available, and the improv show, of course. But let's uh, go to DVDs and Blu-rays. Oh, yeah. oh. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Out of the Shadows. I Steven, also saw this movie. You guys both I did, saw it. Yeah. yeah, I did, because I'm a stupid baby man, and I had to go <laughs> see my I had to see my action figures dance for me, <laughs> which uh, it's That's not an a, excuse. I took my son. Okay, so, no, there you go. No, no, I'm, you're, you're a real man. No, it's uh, it's not very... It's more fun than the first one, I yes, think. Yes, they, they moved the tone. They shifted the tone. We're like, well, the first one was so stupid and dark and yes. weird and like like well that's not even what teenage mutant ninja turtles is it's still they're still teenage mutant ninja turtle <laughs> let's not take that out of the title and take it the wrong way yeah, it's it should go- be goofy and it should be fun and exactly silly. yeah and it's 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 if, if you're a fan of like that show you you see all the things you want to see they finally right. get the the krang alien in there the big right. brain rock play- solid and bebop yeah rock steady with rock steady and rock bebop, steady and bebop. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, Krang is in it finally. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you also, you have this, it's just, again, it's a mishmash of explosions pretty much yeah. and action scenes and, and computer generated images. But, and uh, the one thing it was still missing as the first one was still missing was the charm. Yes. Of, you know, the, the character and the properties and the property and all that stuff. And it's just, yeah, you don't get to, you don't Didn't really... waste time getting Megan Fox into a skimpy outfit though. <laughs> I think that was maybe two minutes into the movie. Oh, good. Yeah. She starts taking her clothes off. To seduce Tyler Perry of all people. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah <laughs> that was a exciting. weird scene, especially <laughs> yes. for basically a children's film. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's well. Actually, when I saw that movie, ne- the woman next to me with her kids literally said, "Come on," <laughs> which, <laughs> which was just a great moment. <laughs> I can't blame her. No, yeah. no, she's she's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, and it, so this again, still a mess. Uh, that the tone moved in the right direction, a lighter yeah. tone, but uh, we'll see what they we do with the uh, the next six. See how they do. <laughs> great. Um, uh, Neighbors two, sorority rising. I did not see this film. Skipped it. Yeah, yeah, I just don't. I saw the first one, didn't like it. Yeah. I skipped them all. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Next one. Free State of Jones. This is the Matthew McConaughey Freeing movie. Slaves Freeing movie. Slaves. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we really need to put a white face in the front of that issue. <laughs> a, a good white man that's going to save everybody. Yeah. That, that's how slavery was ended. Yeah. We need to do yeah. that. And he needs to be driving a Lincoln. Yes. <laughs> Or you got to bring Brad Pitt in at the end of a horrific movie to, to save the yeah. Uh, yeah. slaves. He's got some trouble of his own right now. <laughs> he does indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He went to the Anaconda Museum finally. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, I cannot be married to this woman. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's my father-in-law. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> oh, man. He's a wingbird. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, 
So on the site spotlight now, Neil saw Blair Witch, and he had a, he had a much more generous opinion of the film. He thought Adam Wingard did a pretty good job with the sequel, with what he had to work with. Wholeheartedly disagree. But sure. if you want to see a uh, differing opinion, read uh, Neil's know, review Neil, on uh, Blair it Witch. It's a lot for that guy to not like him. So <laughs> he's. And, he, you know, God bless him. Yes, <laughs> it's a big heart. He was a little more, a little more forgiving than I was because, again, like us, he was a big Adam Wingard fan. Yep, uh, you have to be. Yeah, because the guest is the best. Which uh, is my T-shirt. The guest is the best. <laughs> yeah. And then I think CJ has a couple new reviews up there as well. You can check out the site, and you can also make some good comments too. Like the, our commenting is working. If you read a review and you want to uh, leave your opinion, you can either go on the message boards or write a comment right on the uh, review. Yeah, we reposted a photo of Steel Saunders, who's probably already landed, but flew from Australia yesterday, and he posted a photo of his R2-D2 luggage. That's great. <laughs> uh, I wrote, those aren't the bags you're looking for, and um, we had a lot of... Uh, <laughs> then uh, this one here, um, Mattis uh, Granelta. That's not a real... <laughs> uh, the looks you will get everywhere. We have a stormtrooper case, and people always stare and smile when they see that. Thanks for the, thanks for the <laughs> what a sweet story. What it is wonderful that yeah. we're getting to meet all of you in that weird way. Uh, so yeah, that's from the Facebook page. If you haven't already, like it and post some post some funny shit on there. Uh, and uh, premiering this week, The Magnificent Seven. Now, we originally were going to see this movie with a fan for one of the uh, fan spoiler apps, mm-hmm. and all three of us forgot it was Podfest <laughs> this weekend. So we had to reschedule. Little busy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing the first half of this movie because it's directed by Anton Fuqua. He makes a great first half of the movie. <laughs> great first half. Of the movie. Yeah. So, um, looking forward to it. Storks, our uh, friend Stephen Kramer Glickman is in this film. Yep. So. Um, it actually looks kind of funny. I was as far as like some of these knockoff mo- kids movies goes. This yep. one looks looks pretty funny. Yeah, and you know it's it's gonna prove that sex doesn't happen, which is important. Uh, yes, for children to learn yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and the Queen of Cotway, which I believe is a um, a Disney film about I think it's I can't remember which country in Africa about a basically a girl that lives in poverty but learns how to play chess and becomes a. Uh, uh, a competitive chess player. Oh, is this a Lupita Nyong'o movie? Cotway. It's not Queen of Cotway. The Queen of Cotway. Right. Um, yeah, it's uh, a Ugandan girl sees her world rapidly change after being introduced to the game of chess, directed by uh, Mira Nair. Oh, cool. Um, who did? It looks good. Yeah, she's done some Bollywood films. It looks like, <clears throat> and she did Monsoon Wedding, New York, I Love You, The Namesake. Salam Bombay. You know what it feels like? It'll evoke that same feeling as like a John Hamm baseball movie. <laughs> 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 it's just, it's designed oh. to make you smile. And, yeah. yeah. Feel warm. Firm uh, mm-hmm. belief in humanity. Yeah. <laughs> there needs to be more John Hamm baseball yeah. movies. Really, do. There should be one every summer. <laughs> <laughs> John Hamm it, needs they would, a, they would do well. <laughs> a ragtag group of kids from fill in the blank. Yeah. Yes. Sri Lanka, <laughs> Ecuador, wherever. And they come to the major. <laughs> so well that is our show and uh, we will see you hopefully at uh, la Podfest this weekend and remember to do the live stream the comedy film nerds show this weekend will feature will wheaton from star trek Ooh. next generation and also 
um, Cecil Baldwin from Welcome to Night Vale. And I got to tell you guys, the Welcome to Night Vale show on Friday night is going to be amazing. They're doing their entire um, play, The Librarian, which is one of the most famous really? ones. Oh, cool. About a librarian escapes and all the horror that it ensues. Because in the world of Night Vale, the librarians are horrible monsters. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, Which is actually the actual yeah, truth. yeah, and uh, they're going to do the whole thing, and they will not be releasing it as a podcast. You can only see it through the pay per view and the live stream. Oh, smart! Yeah, it's cool. You know, so there's earbud screening that Friday night at seven. Uh, Criminal is on point versus point. Long shot, uh, kill Tony. Guest DJ project. Uh, that'll be a cool road stories. Murray Valeriano on Friday, and then Saturday is like our show at four. Tofop, a million other great shows. All the panels. My favorite murder is Saturday. Um, so three day passes are uh, are so we ran out we we ran out of Saturday passes right so there's a capacity issue so you can still go to Saturday if you buy a three day pass yes um, and there's Friday passes and Sunday passes we're thinking about maybe um, moving some tickets from three day into Saturday pass but the three-day passes are going well they're going fast and we get a lot of walk-up business last year we were sold out by saturday so definitely keep checking the website for yeah. availability i thought you were gonna say we're moving into monday fuck it we're, <laughs> gonna keep, we're just gonna keep going oh, God. <laughs> that just gave me a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> no monday i will be surfing that's what i will be doing monday but um yeah guys come out to the hollywood improv on september 22nd that thursday and then come to the soft hotel this weekend if you don't already have your tickets please get them watch the live stream if you can't make it to la um, and the live stream is available for 30 days, so it's a month of content. Yep. Um, and you know, check out some shows you've never heard before. That's Try awesome. some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Steven, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Uh, you can find me at Steven Sadek. My name is Garbage, so it's S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-A-J-D-A-K. Or you can uh, check out whmpodcast.com. Uh, check out our Patreon, which we're pumping. Where We just launched a brand new Star Trek show called The Nexus, where we do uh, an original series episode and a uh, TNG episode and kind of nice. mishmash and go through it. Kind of like a watch party kind of a thing. So yeah, uh, yeah whmpodcast.com podcast.com and at whm podcast on twitter we hate movies guys we hate yep. movies check it out um what do i what do we got going on i'm headlining the hollywood improv um i believe uh, october 6th i believe um that is let me make sure i got that correct no excuse me october 7th it's a friday night uh i'm doing the hollywood improv so if you're in la check that out uh we will be at the kluge comedy uh, film fest um october 20th through the uh 24th in romania in romania wow. so you can get a uh, a romanian molly uh, <laughs> make me a romanian molly and we'll be uh, a napa valley napa valley too. so napa valley just released um the screening date so earbuds is going to screen at various different theaters and little towns around mm. there in napa valley um on the 10th 11th 12th and 13th of november we'll release the actual days and or the actual times and theater names right. but if you go to the napa valley website napa valley film fest website you can see that uh there and i'll be up there the whole time and uh, the the uh, i'll probably be up there for the weekend uh shows but then uh the movie will be released about a week or two after yep. and then kickstarter backers you'll get it uh earlier oh you'll, cool you'll get it a little bit earlier and then it'll be for sale yes and, um if the dvd's available then that we don't know but the downloads for yes, sure for sure mm-hmm. um, i already got all the conversions they're actually in a folder and ready to go so boom it's you will be getting it soon thank you again for your patience <laughs> you would have put it on sooner sooner if we didn't already have commitments to these uh, film festivals <laughs> yes. yeah that's true actually <laughs> it, 
it's actually some of the rules where you're not allowed to until you play these festivals. So that would be on sale this week. So um, there's a couple. Ninety percent of it has been on our end. The delays, but this is the ten percent that wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) So highlight that for sure. (laughs) The fucking film festival, man. Two months. (laughs) Don't blame us. Um, But yeah, so that'll be. uh, So check it out. Um, and the version you'll see at PodFest, um, it'll be in one of the smaller rooms, but it's the, it's the finished version. It's yes. slightly different than last year, mm-hmm. about five minutes shorter. Um, but uh, it's all there. So check it out. Thank you guys for supporting. We will see you at PodFest. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. I've been Steven Zayn. Oh, oh, hold on. Let's start <laughs> oh, that over. What? We talked over each other. Go ahead. Wait, it. Thanks, our guest. Steven Zadak. Yeah, I can't pronounce his last name. <laughs> <laughs> That's so why I pointed at him. Um, That's what I, whenever somebody points at me, I know that they don't know how to say my name. And, you know, we don't have time to edit this week. No, so. this episode is going up as is. <laughs> Warts and all. Yes. So my name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. Air conditioning. <laughs>